The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out and save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about the evolution of Google search results. Joining us is Morty Oberstein, who is the head of SEO branding at Wix, which is a leading cloud-based development platform with millions of users worldwide, and Wix makes it easy for everyone to create beautiful, professional websites. Yesterday, Morty and I talked about whether Google search results are getting better or worse, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about Google Mum and the future of search results. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Morty Oberstein, the head of SEO branding at Wix. Morty, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Great to be back today. Always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Glad to have you back on the pod and continue our conversation from yesterday. We talked theoretical about whether Google search results are getting better or worse. And a big part of that is consumer sentiment and how Google is basically incentivizing content creators and SEOs to create content that ranks for their algorithm. And they're starting to push back on what they want to rank and the format of content that we have. And in part because people are a little skeptical about what Google is doing and that's not great for business. So yesterday we talked about the theoretical, about how consumers think about Google and whether that builds trust in their search results. Today I want to talk a little bit more about the technical piece. Is Google getting better 
at showing the right information. So talk to me a little bit about Google Mum. We've got our helpful content update. Give me the lay of the land of what's happening with Google in terms of getting the right information to the consumers when they ask for it. So Mum is amazing. It's multimodal unified model. What it basically does... Say it five times fast. Yeah, no, no, I can't. <laughs> they announced it, I'm terrible with times. I believe it was Google I.O. 2021. Could be 2020, but I think it's 2021. Either way, what it does is the Google's most powerful machine learning property. It's not fully integrated into the algorithm. In fact, it's very limited into the algorithm right now. But what it does is two things that's really powerful. One is what you usually get with a machine learning property is there's one input, one output. So you put in text as an input, you get an output as text. What MUM does, it's multimodal. So it can combine different media formats. So one of the things that you see MUM doing is you take a picture with Google Lens. Let's say the, the example they gave is a picture of like, you know, you take a picture of your bicycle, like a part of your bicycle. And you don't know what it is. And you don't know how to search for how to fix it because you don't know what it is. So you take a picture with Lens. Then you put a search query onto the image saying how to fix. And Google matches up the text query of how to fix with an image. Oh, bike gear shift. And it gives you results on how to fix your bike gear shift. That's what mom can do. Just super cool. Super amazing. The other part of it is that it's a thousand times more powerful than BERT, which is the last most powerful machine learning property. I don't know what that means. Like a thousand times more powerful. No one does. But in a nutshell, as a concept, what it means is that it's, it's a thousand times more powerful in understanding language and context than its previous machine learning property. And the example that Google gave, which is what's super cool in my mind, everybody's focused on the cool things that Google Mom can do with lens and images and text input and blah, blah, blah. But what they did was they gave a query and I think the query was something like, I just hiked Mount Adams. Now I want to hike Mount Fuji this fall. What do I need to do to prepare differently? Mm -hmm. And what Google said it can do is parse out that word prepare. What does it mean to prepare? Does preparing for a hike mean equipment, getting the right equipment? Does it mean the right training? Does it mean tips? Does it mean a diet and exercise? What does it mean to prepare? And mom can sort of parse out all of those different things, which is amazing. So Google just in general, is getting more sophisticated with their not only ability to compare text, but now they can understand context and they can also understand context across, I guess we're calling it multimodal. I got to say this. There's a basketball player from the Golden State Warriors. His name is Moses Moody. And when he was drafted, the announcer, Kendrick Perkins, who is an ex-basketball player, could not pronounce his name Moses Moody. And so he called him Moody Mosey. And then he corrected himself. Moody Mosey, Mosey Moody, Moody, Mosey Moody, modal, multimodal, what? <laughs> Multitask unified model. Multitask unified model. Mosey Moody, 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 Moody. Okay. So we've got Google's double M's, which are apparently very hard to A pronounce. Lot. A lot of them. And, and so we can understand context. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. 
Prefizzable's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So great Google search results must be getting so much better. Now, the problem is who is saying, hey, here's a picture. How do I fix my bike chain? Or here's a picture of Mount Everest. How do I climb this? There's a question of the user experience, right? How are people actually figuring out whether this is something that they can use or not? I agree. And I know Google's put a bunch of stats around Lens and how the adoption around Google Lens has gone up by whatever million gazillion percent over the last couple of years. What I think the main thing that will happen is when the algorithm fully adopts MUM to do things like parsing out what it means to go prepare for a hike, you'll get a whole different set of results. I'll give you an example. Let's say you search for go to Yankees game. I'm a big Yankees fan, so I'm just going to go with that. What you basically get now are places to very linear, go to the Yankees game, buy tickets to a Yankees game. But if you really want to parse out what it means to go to a Yankees game, well, I don't know, like um, how much do hot dogs cost? Um, are there COVID restrictions? Is it safe to wear the other team's jersey if I go to the game? Well, if you're sitting in the bleachers, are you going to get your ass kicked? So don't do that. So go to means a lot of different things. Is a neighborhood safe at night? How do I get there? How do I get home? How long does it take to get out of the parking lot? If Google can parse all of those things and then offer results around all of those things, it could fundamentally change the entire SERP. The, the, the SERP would have to adapt and evolve to basically function differently so that Google can put all that different kind of information on the SERP. I guess it still gets to what's the user experience. And I think that the average consumer thinks of Google as a text box with results that they can provide. And you get into the Android phone. And, and let's have the conversation of Apple versus Google here a little bit. Right. When you think about what the Apple experience is with search, you're searching in and through other applications. And when you're searching for Google, you're expecting text-based results, or maybe you're going to click on the video or image tab, but basically individual mediums of content. How is Google using the advancements in their algorithm to retrain the consumers about what they're expecting or what they should expect from search results? See, I wonder if it's the opposite. I wonder if the user sort of expects something a little bit different from search results, right? We live in such a diverse world when it comes to media, media formats, that getting a list of 10 links, which is not really 10, maybe it's between eight and nine. It's like four and a half at this point. There's so much advertising. (laughs) On a good serve, right? On a good serve. It's between like seven to nine. I don't think that's what people want. And you see Google do this. If you Google Oprah, you're going to get pictures and images and you're going to get this carousel and that carousel, this expandable box and all sorts of filters. And yeah, you'll have some results there also. But the average user, I think, sort of expects almost like a more of like a, I call it like a portal kind of experience where I can really dive deep into whatever it is I want to research. I want to hear a song. Great. I don't want to have to go to a results page, click on the, you know, find the song. No, give me the YouTube video right up there. Let the overlay. I don't actually have to go to YouTube. I just click on the video and it just overlays the SERP itself. And I listen to the video, to that song right on the SERP. I think people are looking for a more immersive kind of experience. And I think Google knows people want that. 
I'll put it this way. Everyone's trying to compete with Google. You have Bing and Naver and you know, DuckDuckGo. Everyone's trying to be Google at their own game. I think that's never going to work. I think the only possibility or, or crack in the, in the wall here is if you offer something different, which is, I think, a deeper, more immersive, diversified portal-like experience, which I think Google realizes. And I think that's why they have the SERP set up for when you search for Oprah, you get all these kind of different things. And I think they need something like Mum to really be able to parse things out in order to create that more portal immersive experience. At the end of the day, Google having technology advancements like Mum, like their helpful content update, improves the search results. But there's always user training, right? There's always the user experience. There's the evolution of what Google is putting in front of the consumer that really makes these technology advancements something that's applicable and helps their business. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit tomorrow. All right. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Morty Oberstein, the head of SEO branding at Wix. Join us again tomorrow when Morty and I wrap up our conversation talking about the evolution of featured snippets. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Morty, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can visit him on Twitter. His handle is Morty Oberstein. That's M-O-R-D-Y-O-B-E-R-S-T-E-I-N. Or you could visit his website, which is theseorant.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. <laughs>